Diverse voices. Unique sound. Not the same old thing. Different, different. This is NOCO FM. Hello, everyone, and welcome to NoCo Live. Uh, oh my God! On the ones and twos, Chris Lanfear here, holding it down in the NoCo Studio bunker slash apocalypse shelter. Um, yes. And with me on the uh, via satellite um, are <laughs> our illustrious co-hosts Charles and Kevcat. How you guys doing? I'm here. I'm alive. I'm Animal Crossing. Um, I'm holding it down in this big ass fluffy blanket covered in flowers. What's good? (laughs) I wish I was under a blanket right now. I mean, I guess I could be. (laughs) Nothing is stopping you. Literally, the only thing preventing you from following your dreams is your own goddamn mind. Yeah, fucking A, Chris. (laughs) Follow your goddamn dream. Uh, my dream is to wake up from this goddamn nightmare, guys. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. It's goddamn hell, and no one knows how to get the fuck out. I mean, people know how to get out of it, but no one cares. No one's trying. Nope. <laughs> we, we lost KevCat. Uh, Miss Crazy Fangirl is here. What's up, you guys? Hope you're well, healthy, and safe. Uh, hi, we're, Fangirl. We're here. We're, we're alive. We're okay. We're we're, we're, we're doing all right for the most part. It's uh, of course a crazy time, but uh, right. how how are you doing, fangirl? What's going on in, in your world? Are are you? We hope you're happy and safe as well. Um, yeah. Every uh, t- what? <laughs> every time <laughs> I said every time I'm out smoking, like if I'm vaping or whatever, if I choke up my vape and I start coughing, I like frantically look around and I'm like, it's it's just I'm just bad at smoking. I did no. <laughs> How many? Okay, I think that's a good question to start off with. How many times since this whole thing started have you all been hypochondriacs and been like, oh my god, I'm going to die. This it's- is it. This is my death. I wear a binder. It's shortness of breath. I can't tell if it's literally because my ribs are collapsing or if I'm about to kill everyone I work. Mm-hmm. Chris, <laughs> you. What? Uh, basically, every time I feel a, a weird shortness of breath or like my throat feels dry, I'm convinced I'm dying. So, yes, it's definitely happening to me. How about you? I, it's like once a day where I'm like, Oh, my lower back hurts. Oh, it could have been that you were just playing like an hour of Just Dance. No, no, no. It's the <laughs> coronavirus. No. And, and it's just like, it's like shit like that. Like so <laughs> fucking often. I'm just, I'm just struggling to just not like tell myself, hey, you know what? You fucking idiot. Like just take a deep breath, like for a minute and you'll be fine. Yeah. So that's, that's where I'm at. It's it's been a crazy. So it's been what two or three weeks since we've done the show, and my God, has the world fallen apart without us? I, I yeah. think Holy there's shit. I think there's a correlation there, don't you? <laughs> a direct correlation. If we don't get fucking Noco live out, pandemics happen. Seriously, yeah. all I, all I'm saying is there was not a there was not a global pandemic and a burgeoning recession the last time we did a show. 
So all I'm saying (laughs) is you've never seen me and Batman in the same room before. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We've got the memes. memes That's also true. My That's dudes, we've got the we've got the memes, we've got the memes, we've got the memes. Stop. Uh, but can we can we do that? Are we gonna get copyright struck with and lose all the money that we're making for these videos, Chris? You're, you're covered under parody law. You're I'm, under I'm more than law. happy to sacrifice the zero dollars we're making from this show. So yeah. by all means. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, fangirl says we're safe and happy here got a lot of cleaning done uh good to know you guys are good that's good to hear fangirl you are being productive while the west while the rest of us um are collectively losing our shit i I know that i've been (laughs) thankfully i have a job where i can work from home so that's what i've been doing since last monday so this is week two of working from home for me and as much as i like to think that working from home always would be a wonderful thing i hate it i fucking yeah so much oh my god i i know i'm good i want to go away (laughs) i mean i I like being home i'm a home buddy i'm an introvert so you would think like i've seen a lot of posts on social media from people being like i'm an introvert i've been prepared for this my whole life well that's great but there's a difference between like just kind of naturally being that way because that's your personality and being forced to be that way by virtue of the circumstances. And for me, like working from home, I'm not nearly as productive at home as I am at the office because when I'm at the office, I'm focused. I can, you know, talk to my coworkers face to face and not through like a Skype meeting or something. And, you know, like, I don't know. My head, my head just goes into a different space. It's like, I'm at work now. I'm here to do the work things, except mm-hmm. when I'm not doing the work mm-hmm. things at work, but that's a completely different conversation. Right. <laughs> but being home all the time, it has completely thrown off my day. It has completely changed my sleep schedule and just kind of, it's like rewiring the way I think I'm having to make coffee at home, which I've never done before. Um <laughs> And and was frankly kind of terrified at the prospect. But what's sad is that walking across the street to Starbucks is even more terrifying uh, with the current mm-hmm. state of world affairs. So I broke Why? down. And, Why can't you go to Starbucks? <laughs> I can, but there's people and I'm being told by everyone to stay away from the people. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so it's like, OK, well, do I need the coffee? Not technically. <laughs> I could, in theory, get by without the caffeine, but I want the caffeine. Can you, though? Can you, though? <laughs> so you brought up introverts, like, thriving in this environment, right? A friend of mine brought up a point the other day about how much of a hell this is going to be for extroverts. Those who rely on social interactions to help with depression and mm-hmm. uh, getting energy and shit like that. They're not allowed to be around people because it could literally kill someone. And yeah. that could literally kill some people. That mental state that they're being forced into could fuck someone up so bad. That's a good point. I mean, you know, we don't tend to think about it in those terms, but yeah, there, there are tons of people who are, by by their very nature, just extremely sociable, and they need that constant interaction from people, and now they don't have it. So it's like, what replaces that? 
if this is the new if this is the (laughs) drugs if this is the new normal (laughs) that like we're gonna stick with for a while like people are gonna have to get creative uh fangirl says i feel that i feel that wanting to get out sort of feeling i work at a jewelry store in a mall so going from seeing a lot of people a day to no one is driving me nuts yeah yeah i i i miss my coworkers seeing them in like person like yeah. i'm missing you guys and like like kev cat and i see each other still you know the whole living together thing we're like literally a room <laughs> apart so we have better audio uh so it's uh it's 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 good like it's good that we have like each other right now but it's also like it's a nightmare it is such a goddamn nightmare that i just want to just like i don't i don't i don't want to do this i just want to go to work I want to get right. a yerba mate at work, and I just want to drink it and sit in my my comfy work chair. And I want to do that. And I I just I just want to go away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one thing I have discovered is that I really need a a new office chair for my home office because it sucks balls. And mm-hmm. you know I'm having to stand up like every thirty minutes, which I guess you're supposed to do anyway. But right. you know I'm, I'm I'm being forced to do it against my will because my chair is like a million years old. Um, I, I you got two options. You can either get a standing work desk or you can get a dope ass gamer chair. And I'm voting for the gamer chair, bitch. You can get like speakers right next to your head. You could <laughs> fucking pimp that shit out, dog. Quarantine time. Decorate your gamer chair. Okay, I I would be in favor of that, except here's the problem. <laughs> Um, I'm a Mac user, so I don't really game on the computer. Um, It don't matter. It don't matter. You just need a gamer chair. Go to Hobby Lobby. Get yourself. I would not go to Hobby Lobby if I was on fire and they had all the water. Okay. I just wouldn't. Go go to Mitchell's and go get a bunch of puffy paint. Who's Mitchell? Go to Hobby Lobby. Oh, Michael, steal that shit. Steal it. Uh, yeah, that's Fucking. what I said. I said. I said Michael's. <laughs> I was like, no, like go, to, go to my buddy Mitchell's house and t- <laughs> <laughs> tell him I no, sent no, no, you. No. Hit up my cousin. He got that puffy paint in lock, dog. You're gonna have to trade at least three <laughs> cigarettes and a nerd's rope for it. Hell yeah. Um, well, I mean, or if, maybe if, a roll of toilet paper. If your cousin you Mitchell a- wants to trade a gamer chair for for you know, I've got some toilet paper. I do have a, I wouldn't say a surplus, but I have a fair amount of toilet paper. So that is hey, practically hey, currency hey. these days. <laughs> Top of the line gamer chair, six rolls of toilet paper. Okay, yeah, yeah. And here's the thing. Here's the thing, Chris. When it comes to the puffy paint, if you haven't painted your uh, your uh, video game waifu on your gamer chair, are you even a gamer? Are you Dude, like the I mean, get- my yeah, answer to that question girl. was no before you started it, but it's definitely no with with that modifier. So. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I turned on my Xbox the, uh, yesterday for the first time in like, I don't know, four months. And then it had to do you updates have, for an hour. And by the time the yeah. updates were over, I didn't really want to do anything anymore. I want to I want to go over real quick. Chris has 120 gamer points. I have never seen Chris like actually play a game. And I think you're playing <laughs> Lego Ninjago or whatever. What the fuck? Ever. I did. I did play. I did play Lego Ninjago with with my little brother the other day because he's eight years old. And so he likes the Lego mm, games. That's, that's what it is, Chris. It's very it's 100 percent true. You know? OK. 
Otherwise, I would not be playing Lego Ninjago. Although it was kind of fun for being what it was. But I we did follow that up by playing Mortal Kombat 11, which is a great thing to play with an eight year old. So I had to I had to kind of balance the scales a little bit. Role model of the year over here. That's what I'm going for. Role role model of the apocalypse. What is everybody? What is everybody playing right now? Like what in your in your free time? The time that is free with when you're. I mean, you're just. Uh, I've been around. playing the worrying and refreshing CNN every twenty seconds game, and it's really cool because I win every time. Yo, <laughs> I, I literally said it earlier today. I was like, "Yo, this game sucks. There's microtransactions and everything, and I picked the wrong ending. I need to buy a new one." And my friend's like, "What game?" And I was like, "Like." Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, Charles, you've been playing Animal Crossing, right? Tell us about that. God, I, you, I <laughs> you sound so excited. I uh, this this game is beautiful. It is so it, good. It's so fucking good. Okay, Chris, have you ever played an Animal Crossing game? No, okay. I, I haven't had. Okay, I haven't had a Nintendo uh, branded uh, uh, console or handheld since the NES. Okay. I want to I want to pitch you on this game. Okay. Right. Is this, this going to be like when you pitched one. me on Untitled Goose Game? Kind of. <laughs> All, All right. right. Go for it. The, the premise of this game. You mm-hmm. you uh you when you start the game, you are, are whisked away to your own tropical island. You're going to a desert getaway, which honestly, right now sounds pretty darn good. Getting away Fuck. from your Right, and you can just get the fuck away from everybody and everything and just start fresh, right? And then you find yourself on this island indebted with loans, deep loans, to a goddamn raccoon. So this raccoon (laughs) wants your goddamn money. Mm -hmm. He fucking wants it, Chris, and he will do anything that he can to get it. He's going to get your fucking money, Chris. He will tell you every step of the way. Can I just shoot that raccoon in the face? No, nah, he'll show up to your house with a fucking baseball bat and be like, "Hey, you missed that on your loan. Time for me to take your kneecaps." Yeah, but I got I got a tech nine. I'm gonna so nook what's... you in the kneecaps. Um, but no, the, honestly though, like the, the the everybody makes that joke, uh, and I, it's funny, haha. It's the nook nook you in the knee. Uh, he's but actually like, so nice. Uh, he, the, the game, Chris, <laughs> he's a very he's a very kind debt collector. Yeah. You, yeah. To you get to like and decorate your house, and then you can go fishing, and then you can dig up fossils, and you can like build up a museum of fossils, and like you get to just hang out with your animal friends. It just sounds like like it sounds like what it would be like to be a, a furry with a job. Um, <laughs> like those don't exist. Like, Furries don't have jobs. Twenty twenty. No, no, I'm just saying, like being being a furry with a job. There's no way you're gonna cram like, that costume a, into a smock at Walmart. Come on. I, I get a, I get a, you know, buy a house. I get to hang out with my animal friends. Like I get a fish. I get to do whatever I want. That sounds that sounds fucking dope. Like yeah. holy shit. Like I I I am a, a big fan of 
this game. It is, Chris, I highly recommend it. And uh, Tom Nook will actually let you pay back your debt by just enjoying your life favors? on this deserted beach. No. Nah. So he like has these things called like Nook Miles or whatever. And you earn them by just doing shit around your island that you get to name. Mine, I named my island Anarchy. And it was so great to just hear Tom Nook go, let's have a toast to Anarchy. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's yeah. fun. I named mine Sago Buns. My, my island is named Sago oh. Buns Island because this old dog who's sitting right here has the biggest donk that I She's so thick. She carries so much. She donk. is a thick girl. She's, a, she's so thick. Uh, Fangirl's thought, been playing I, Minecraft and Doom nonstop. Uh, no. Doom Eternal or Doom 2016? That's the question. Uh, that I'm is a play- good question. I'm not sure. It just says Doom. Um, my brother Dude. also introduced me to Minecraft because that's what he's big into. Minecraft is dope, man. I love Minecraft. I can I can get down some some crafting. Do you have it on Xbox, Chris? I do. We should we should honestly just spend a little bit of time, just do some 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 crafting. Just build. I some mean, shit. I mean, what the hell else am I going to do? Why not? Right. I I think like I was kind of struggling to. Uh, a fangirl says the 2016 Doom. Um, no. I was kind of struggling to understand I, I get the idea of like building something and you know essentially being limited by only your imagination and that's awesome mm-hmm. but like I was kind of struggling with like well what's the object of it like when I'm playing a game I need some sort of goal or objective and I was and he was like no you just build stuff and I'm like I don't I don't understand like <laughs> Chris doesn't know how to enjoy himself. <laughs> I I really don't watch. Well, I, I I need I need something to work towards, some way to measure like my success. I suppose, right? <laughs> like There's at least something. in like Sim City, you know, or like the, those Sim games. Like you would build a, a town, and like you know, you would you would make money, or more people would come in. Like there would be some way to measure like how good your city was doing. Right. There is a way to measure how good you're doing. How many dogs do you, can you put in your house? You win if you can fit the most amount of dogs in your house. In Minecraft, yes. This is actually there's actually an achievement called Oh mm-hmm. my god, so many dogs where you have all of them. <laughs> Are you serious? You, so you, just, you just get all the dogs. Yeah. yeah. This is one hundred percent true. This is one hundred percent an actual thing that actually exists. I'm speechless. <laughs> I <laughs> <laughs> obviously we're fucking with well right. yeah but i was just like i have no rejoinder for that like i just i just have like nothing that's that's where my energy level is out so it's a good thing we're doing a live show for an hour we're just gonna <laughs> like for the rest of the show we're gonna be like oh yeah man fucking in zelda that part where you get to fuck the fairy in the giant shell it's my favorite part <laughs> okay <laughs> But like, but like, real though, real though, in <laughs> Breath of the Wild, she grabs you and like takes you under underwater in the shell, Ooh. and then she she fucks you, she fucks <laughs> you, and that's how you get extra fuck points in. They call it FP in in uh, in Breath of the Wild. You're a dirty, right, you're right, a dirty right, liar, right. sir. No, 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 no. He's absolutely right because if you right. get enough fuck points, then you get to fuck fish boy. Right, exactly. But here's the thing. The reason why, and this is the biggest thing that they don't really talk about in Breath of the Wild, the reason why they call it Breath of the Wild is the stank of that pussy. Oh, God. Get the fuck out. Can we kick him from the call? (laughs) Uh, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I will tell. I will. I will give you credit. That was a pretty good setup. Just thank you. Yeah, that's the that's the last credit you get though, because. <laughs> no, this I'm is a family sorry. show, Charles. This is a family show for family people. Oh, uh huh. <laughs> this is a family show. This is not a family show. I distinctly remember one of the first episodes. Charles did a strip tease for a sandwich. I don't remember. I remember taking my shirt off. Uh, and then uh, you danced, and then you danced, and you said, "I'm a little pretty boy." <laughs> You can find those in the uh, you can find that in the YouTube archives at youtube.com slash nocofm. Someone go find go to the YouTube. Okay. Someone go find that clip and and send it to me because Okay, I don't remember I think I've blocked that out. I I don't remember saying I'm a pretty boy, but that's so fucking on brand. Like, oh my god. I think you said I'm a pretty pretty princess, actually. Oh yeah. Mm. Okay. Mm. All right. Okay. I okay. <laughs> All right. I I think that that's pretty on brand as well. Yeah. Well, I so. mean, e- either one of those would not be out of the question. Right. So uh, uh, so what? What do we talk about, guys? <laughs> We've been vamping here for twenty one minutes, and I. Well, I, you, you know we talk about. <laughs> do you guys want to talk about something scary? In the midst of all this, right before it started, I started working in home care. So guess who I still work around currently? Uh, (laughs) Senior citizens that are the uh, highest risk population for COVID-19. Oh, yeah, baby. I live in constant fear of killing the people I work for. Um, I assume that you're like wearing masks and gloves and hazmat suits of some kind. Absolutely. Uh, my work is like running low on masks because everybody is. Um, mm-hmm. but I I have gloves on every time I go out, every time I go to their house. I disinfect every goddamn thing. I'm so over the top about it; it's terrifying. You kind of have to be though. I mean, especially doing that kind of work. I mean, that's that's about as scary as it gets. Right, honestly, it's so scary. One of the people I work with, one of the people I work with is 100 years old. Like, quite literally 100 years old? Literally 100. They turn 101 this year. Damn. Right? There's so much. I, I'm like, I don't want to breathe near you. I don't want to be, I don't want to do anything. You mean the world to me. And if you go, I'm going to jump off of this. No, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, don't finish that sentence, please. Can you ask them the next time you see them uh, if they remember the last plague? <laughs> yeah, did they, so that did they live through the Spanish flu? <laughs> I don't know. I'll definitely wasn't that ask. in like nineteen eighteen. Don't, don't because the Spanish flu was in like the the late nineteen hundreds, and that is that's kind of hey old person. You remember the last time hundreds of millions of people died? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty cool. Fangirl oh says God, they were selling so reusable weird. cloth masks at Spencer's that look badass. You guys should check it out if they haven't shut down. I haven't seen a Spencer's in like twenty years. There's one it's in, in Greeley, Colorado. Is there one in Greeley? Yeah. There's also one in Loveland. That's on brand too. There is not one in the Loveland. One in- Where? Yeah, there's like a mall in Loveland and there's That's in Tara? Uh, or 
They're not as dense as Centera. I have I I don't know where I live. There was there was one there was one in the old. Don't ask me. I just work here. There was one in the old Forgotten Mall, and it it closed down. And uh, then there was a hot topic in the Greeley Mall that closed down and opened reopened up as a Spencer's, which Mm. is so fucking on brand for Greeley. Like. Yeah, we grew up. We're not here for that fucking like kitty shit. We're here for the dildos. Their their dildos are are fine. Wait, they're they have the... dildos at Spencer's? Yeah, dog. That's like dude. That's what like half their store? I live yeah, in Fort Collins. Like... There's no Spencer's. I don't go to Spencer's. What? Go. Have go you never left com. Fort Collins? I have, but I don't. I don't like leave the city limits, especially now. But like, I don't leave the city limits and go. Where do I find a Spencer's? I mean, <laughs> like, if you've been to a mall anywhere besides Fort Collins, there's probably a Spencer's there. As far as I'm concerned, that doesn't exist. Oh wow. <laughs> that's how that's how i feel about racism no i'm kidding oh. uh, I'm sorry. welcome I'm sorry. to white really... privilege with charles joseph kelly <laughs> yeah it's true hashtag nope never nope <laughs> nope i, ha- I, I had something but we're, that's just gonna nope <laughs> I, I like it but the actual hashtag is hashtag no 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 <laughs> I was gonna make a joke, but it was gonna suck. Yeah, exactly. That's where we're all at right now. We're like that. That should be the jingle for the goddamn show. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the thesis of this show: making a dumb joke, but it's gonna suck, and we still make it anyways, though. Yeah, because <laughs> we just don't give up. <laughs> but uh, we just don't give up. Nope, no. This is a mm, this is a family show. It's a totally a family show. It's Hundred percent for families. When we talked about my dick for three years on the last one. Yeah. Uh, speak. Speaking of your dick, how uh, how has traffic at Doctor John's changed since the outbreak started? Almost not at all. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, it stops at night. Like people don't come in late anymore. But like. In the morning part, like people will come in for a little bit, at least from what I know. I only work one day a week now, but from what Circus has told me, it's pretty much stayed stagnant. Mm. We haven't had, we've never been one of those stores that brings a whole lot of traffic all the time. It's always been spaced out and like one person at a time. Right. So it kind of works for that. How does it, how, how is it like still working in a place that's still like open during it? Like, how are you feeling during it? Oh my God. So nervous. So nervous. I'm like requesting anyone who works with me to wear gloves while they're working or to let me handle the money and touch everything that comes from them. Cause I'm always wearing gloves and shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Making sure that I don't get too close to people and shit. It's just been, you know, are they total break? I'm fairly certain. I know the answer to this question, but things could always surprise me. Um, did have they said anything to you about like, you know, hey, if you if you don't feel comfortable working, we'll give you time off, that kind of a thing. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Oh man. Like I said, no. I was I was fairly certain of the answer before I started it, but I'm trying to do my job okay. as a serious journalist here. 
one of my coworkers was like, hey, I'm terrified of catching this because I'm immunocompromised. I could fucking die. And uh, the district manager said, quit. Seriously? Wow. Yep. 100%. That yeah. was legit what was said to somebody who could die from this. That that reminds me. Uh, so I, I have a friend who is also has a store that's open. I don't really want to like. Can you ask your because... district manager what what uh, what hell looks like? <laughs> oh, trust me, I will. <laughs> okay, so I've got I've got a friend who works also in retail, right, mm-hmm. and who is who is kind of running into the same issues, right? Who's you know forced to kind of work through this. It's considered essential for some god knows what reason but uh here's the interesting thing the manager keeps going home uh because that manager uh is scared of catching the coronavirus now now here's also the very interesting thing i'm friends with that manager on facebook for some fucking reason i don't know why i'm (laughs) friends with that manager on facebook but they post like the weirdest like the the coronavirus is a government conspiracy created by the cia turning the frogs yeah it's just like talking about like how the coronavirus isn't an actual thing and it's just the government trying to scare you so uh yeah so um how do you feel about people in that kind of situation that are just fucking hypocrites uh i i just kevcat how do you fe- how do you feel about like a situation like this like if it were you in this situation like if kevcat was having this situation happen at kevcat's job how would you feel about this well i'm glad you asked charles uh, <laughs> i would be if i was if I was a person in this What situation. would you well, like yeah, what would yeah, exactly. As an employee of a sex shop who is running into this this uh this issue where the manager Charles <laughs> I'm sorry. She's not listening. Come on, come on. Oh my god, please. Okay. You know what? If I was in this situation hypothetically, I would be pissed because that is just like you cannot treat people like that and say, well, it sucks to suck, but I'm going to go home early and I'm going to fucking bail on my shifts and have people cover it and have somebody who could be in danger of this cover my shifts instead. And then just go around and say shit like, oh, well, Ariana Grande was placed by the government and the coronavirus was made up. You know, shit like that is just hypothetically what? if I was in this situation. What? Hypothetically, if this was this was uh, a, a manager named Val, she believes <laughs> that Ariana Grande is, <laughs> is a fucking government plant. We need to talk well, about Wait, well, okay, uh, you're going to have to take a step back. How does Ariana Grande figure into this? <laughs> just just the love of conspiracy theories and uh, uh, true belief in them. Yeah. Really, honestly, uh, I was told the, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you heard. Uh, your, friend, your friend told me that um, <laughs> they believe in uh lizard people and stuff like that and like i i respect people i don't give a shit what you think you can believe whatever conspiracy theory you want maybe there is some truth to them 
you know maybe it turns out that we're the fucking idiots and the conspiracy theories are right and i will eat my fucking words but uh when you start implicating like when you start putting other people in danger and then pushing these theories at the same time that directly contradict your actions what the fuck bro like you don't treat people like that you don't act like that you're an adult i don't yeah i i don't think i could say it any better um or really add anything to it except that you're an asshole and i would not cry if you got the coronavirus oh fuck okay this this person uh i'm on their facebook currently and make sure tell them i said that yeah (laughs) (laughs) this this post happened 10 hours ago currently 10 hours ago this post was made and it's the most like like copy pasta bullshit donald trump bull yeah that it's fake news I ate a sh- I did a shit ton of peyote and fucking six lines of coke, and now I know everything. Right. God, you're such a fucking idiot. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, our our esteemed colleague, Corbin David Alba, um, we were talking when we recorded the show the other day. He thinks, and, and I, don't, I, I, be- I believe he means this sincerely, He's a religious person. I am not, as you know, but he thinks that this is honestly like this is biblical judgment. That as as a society, as a as a as as a country that values uh, sensational opinion and flashy celebrity over facts and reason and science, that this is basically God's way of judging us. And although I don't really believe in religion. I'm starting to think he has a point. So I, okay. If we're going this route, I, I wonder if anyone knows a lot about astrology in the chat. And if they want to jump in on this, that would be super dope. But somebody mentioned something about how everyone was freaking out about me. Wow. I can speak Mercury being in retrograde. Mm -hmm. There's apparently and alignment of the planets, whenever these certain planets are in line, um, it only happens like a couple hundred years or something along the lines of that. Um, but whenever it happens, insane tragedies ensue. Like, I, I want to look this up and look more into it, but like the worst world disasters occurred whenever this yeah. happened, like World War Two. All kinds of crazy. Yeah, you, it, it usually happens. So, like, I've been doing a lot of research on this too. Like, it usually happens when uh, Mercury is in renegade and uh, Lorenzo Lamas, the renegade. I loved that show. Renegade. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, um, you guys uh, are too young to remember that show, but it was renegade. Great. I'm yeah. not too young to remember fucking renegade. He wore. Remember, he I, wore a duster and he rode a motorcycle uh, and like solved mysteries uh-huh. or whatever. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he had a dog best friend that spoke Spanish. Is that true? Yeah. I don't remember that. <laughs> but it's it's I don't know what it sounds on brand. Show. It's it's on it's on brand. It's on brand. Um Fangirl yeah. says it's Jupiter and Pluto alignment, and that's a hundred percent true. 
you know, mm. I, I respect like the idea of, of making those sorts of correlations. But even if I grant that those things are, are, uh, happened at the same time, which may be true. I don't know shit about astrology. Um, although my ex-girlfriend did like to say Mercury in retrograde whenever she was pissed about something. So I, nice. you know, that's about the extent of my experience with it. But just because those things happen at the same time doesn't mean that one caused the other, right? Um, okay, too, too many of these things. You're going to believe that. Too many of these things. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so sorry. I was just going to say, but you're going to let Corbin believe that it, there's an angry sky daddy punishing us. I, I want a I, yeah, he can believe anything he me. wants. Like anybody can believe anything they want. That's I don't that's not my thing. But for me to put any stock into that would take away the human responsibility and the fallout that we're seeing from what's happening right now in the world is directly tied to specific human decisions. And right, like denying those tests back in January. So we're just completely fucked now. Exactly. And, you know, I, I'm willing to believe that anything is possible, but it's a huge stretch for me to think that, you know, because planets are aligned in a certain way, that's causing these people to make these decisions. And that's what's trickling down to the disaster that we're facing. Like I said, if anybody I believes it, that's totally cool. I got no problem with that. It's just that's a that's a huge pill for me to swallow. Fair. And I, I don't think that anyone thinks that these planets are forcing people to do anything or that the alignment is, you know, forcing that. I yeah. think it's just like kind of the negative energy. I, I don't know a whole lot about this. I'm talking about it. I'm kind of interested in it. It's but the fucking I, vibes, guys. It's just the vibes. Yo, planet. get your fucking shitty ass vibes out of my goddamn house. Good vibes only. Good, good coronas, coronavirus free vibes only here today. Today only. Today only. Coronavirus free vibes. <laughs> I'm about to change that. Limit one per customer. TikTok description to <laughs> Um, okay, so I am uh currently on the switch and uh one of the one of the one of the uh people in my town, her name is Bianca. She's totally adorable. She sang me a song. Okay. And because you get like little like vaulting poles to get over uh rivers in Animal Crossing. So right. she sang me a song and the lyrics go stick thing, jumping over water screaming through the sky stick thing gets you where you're going always keeps you dry stick thing stick thing ink is not liable for slivers dampness or mounting anyway <laughs> about a stick thing free life <laughs> stick <Farts? thing. laughs> if stick Farts? lasts for longer than four hours please consult a medical uh expert yeah Farts? which is which reminds me i need to go to the doctor after this for my stick thing so. <laughs> I also need to go to the doctor for my stick thing. I lost it. Oh. Where did it go? Detachable did stick thing. This is our best show ever, guys. It's weird. <laughs> um, so there's lots of movies that have been that have been released on demand because all the theaters are closed. Has anybody watched anything new? I have watched two episodes of Picard, the Star Trek Picard featuring Patrick Stewart. I watched the first two episodes, and I said, wow, 
this is trash. And then really? I stopped watching it. See, I'm, I'm, yeah. I've, I've heard I've heard a lot of feedback that's kind of the opposite from that. I haven't watched the show yet, but just it, just wasn't doing it for you. Oh, it's it's so like anti everything that Star Trek stands for. And like there is no depth that are being made. It's made for the, the coolness factor, right? A lot of the, the things that you see in the show are very like based around like how cool is this idea? But like none of it has any like actual value or like depth and i'm just like i'm i'm good i i'm i don't need i don't need that kind of media right now i don't like i'm fine with like a brain dead show but that's not star trek for me star trek is you know hopeful and and like belief in a better world and this is just like Mm -hmm. oh everybody's a racist which i mean like is very timely but it's it's not it's not what Star Trek is. Star is it, Trek is it, a, is it trying better. to be like extra woke? Is that the idea? Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I don't think it's necessarily like extra mm-hmm. woke, which I don't necessarily agree with like that terminology, sure. but like yeah. it's, it's more so like it's, it's trying to do like a, they don't like follow any of the, the lore of, of Star Trek at all. It's not like, it's like somebody didn't watch Star Trek. But then on the other hand, on that front, it's like you can't really expect like every single thing to follow the the deep lore of every single thing. But it's like some major things that they're kind of like falling by the wayside of. Like so, would you, so, oh, okay. so would is you it's say kinda that like, it's kinda like would you say it's kinda like um American Psycho Two where it's just a different thing but they slap the name on for the nostalgia and money of it? Yeah, I feel well. Okay, no, I feel like it's a little bit more like, hey, we liked creating Star Wars or Star Trek. Star Trek's fun, you know. We've got this thing, you know, and Patrick Stewart wants money, so why don't we like do something with it? And that's it's more like they're trying to create something fun, uh, so that people will like, but it's 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 not what Star steers too far from from the source material. Right. Like, so like, it, like if instance, they made, if if they took like Marvel's Punisher and made like a Punisher children's special. <laughs> exactly. So like for instance, big big thing. Um that's that's kind of like a big Star Trek like lore thing. Uh there's the Vulcans and the Romulans, right? Yeah. So and they're they're both based in like like history you know like a a lot of like that racial stuff is based around like like human human you know history and stuff like that but the whole basis of romulans versus vulcans is they are the same species right they both came from the same place forever ago and they split over like differences where the 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 vulcans decided that you know uh emotion was not important and that you know it's very important to to be uh, logical, to not create wars and stuff like that, the Romulans believed in the exact opposite and were very, you know, in tune with their emotions, you know, for better or for worse, mostly worse, because they created, you know, thousands of wars and, you know, the, you know, it's, it's you know, they were the big bad guys in a lot of Star, Star Trek. I'm fine with, like, Vulcans not being bad, but when you're like, oh, we're Vulcans, but we also have, like, these very logical based uh practices it's like 
that's like the one big thing that Vulcan Vulcans and and uh, Romulans had different, and that's big. It it just makes it makes me feel like they don't care about Star Trek, and like that's bullshit because I also know it's more important to make a good show than anything else. And like I'm talking over myself at this point, and kind of like uh, that was gross. Whoever made that mouth noise, that was gross. Oh, I'm uh, sorry, it might have been okay. me. It was a big gulp. Like it was like gulp. He's it, gonna keep talking about Star Trek. No, for it, it was Kevcat's uh, interpretation of your review of Picard, or of the first two episodes it, of Picard. It's it's just it's just and it's bland and it's just cliche as fuck. And it's just like, all right, cool. I wish they would have done something a little bit more interesting with it, but so, they decided not. So here's what I want to know: Is it better mm-hmm. or worse than Discovery? Who boy? Who boy? <laughs> okay. boy? You're welcome. Uh, uh, Discovery. Okay, Discovery is its own. Thing. It's written by the same writers, by the way. Like yeah. all the same writers wrote both shows. So, like, if that right there kind of like pens why I kind of dislike both. But, um, um, uh, I think it's worse. I think it's. Hmm. Well, now, like, well, what? now I have to see this train wreck. So maybe, maybe, maybe I'll check out Picard this week sometime. Um, there's like this. It's it's just. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. There's a like a lot, a lot of different reasons. I feel like Discovery was trying to be its own thing, right? Like mm-hmm. kind of new characters fitting with like the past a little bit, you know, the the main character is a brand new character you know michael burnham is spock's sister right, right. uh human sister uh adopted human sister this is a lot there's a lot there but they're making new characters and doing something different when it comes to picard they're it's just the next generation too but without following anything that next generation did originally and why like the, the not even like playing with the thesis of next generation originally right like next generation was all about like s- like supporting um different cultures and like different cultures and that's what star trek is right yeah. like different cult- cultures are important and th- yeah. that's why like uh starfleet was huge because it was a group of a bunch of different races working together, you know, with different customs and different like lifestyles to to make peace and make a better universe. Yeah, it was right? it was a hopeful and, version of what life could be if people just got out of their own way. And God, could we use that same right thing? Now. And it's always been we've always been racists, and it's just like I get like why it's very topical, but that's what was different about Star Trek is it was like. It was a better world than what we currently lived in. Um, it was an yeah. escape, and also it was an that, escape, and it was socialist as fuck. And now it's not like it's it's not based around socialism. Like there's money and shit now, and it's like, but like Ew. we got rid of money in Star Trek. Like that's a huge plot point in Star Trek. It's like we don't have any need for money, and now it's like now pay me. What are you gonna pay me? How am I gonna get? Fuck a you, pay me. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that sounds like an awful trip down memory lane. What I want to know is, does Riker play the saxophone? Riker doesn't play the saxophone, but he does make Fuck. pizza, apparently. He makes pizza. 
He's a, he's a what pizza delivery man. <laughs> he's a pizza boy. He is a pizza boy. Uh, <laughs> you go okay. Uh, Jonathan Frakes, actor, director, is a pizza boy. He is a pizza boy in this show. I'm not fucking with you. I haven't seen the episode yet. I've only like heard like bits from it. Are you going to keep watching the show? Um, probably through the season, right? Like I've 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 already got it downloaded. Um, you mean it's already on CBS All Access, which you are paying for? No, I I downloaded it illegally. I don't give a fuck. Come after me. And you're at, you and your address it's is quarantine. No one pays for anything. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're too fucking broke. Support your independent artists, folks. Don't pay for shit. <laughs> uh, I have supported multiple artists uh so far, but that's not an independent artist. That is CBS that's company true. known for trash like Big is wait isn't Big Bang Theory a CBS show? Yes, it is. Ew. Yeah, I'm good without like paying any kind of money to CBS <laughs> ever. For C- okay, nightmare. to be fair, CBS slash Showtime brought back Twin Peaks. Okay, so you got to temper that a li- just a teens. I'm not saying right. it for, it's a forgiveness for all of their sins, but they do have that tiny glimmer of hope in their catalog. Mm, yeah. Okay. Right, right, right. Yes, Twin Peaks is great, but remember Dexter? Remember that show? Like it started off amazing, but remember uh, Lumberjack Dexter, the end of that show. Remember, remember that. I I remember, remember hearing about it. I actually was. haven't watched Dexter. Oh, I've never finished it. My dudes, you don't need to finish it. Don't finish it. It's it's the worst <laughs> show. Oh. It's the worst ending <laughs> ever. Um, he makes out with his okay ending of Dexter. He makes out with his sister. His sister then dies in front of him, like immediately after. What? And then, and then there's a you lost man. He makes out with his sister. My dude, are you talking about Dexter or Euro Trip? No, makes out with his sister. Uh, then, then she dies, like in front of him. And then, then there's a hurricane. So he takes the body of Deb, his sister, who he wanted to fuck. And and he throws her off the side of the boat. And then in a, a flash forward that happens, you know, two years later, we see Dexter in in Canada as a lumberjack. And he's a sad lumberjack. And that's the end of the fucking show. There's no point. There's no point. I, after that description, I also would like to be thrown off of a boat. <laughs> For real. <laughs> it's like, hey, while you're throwing people off a boat, could you just toss me in as well? Me next to bruh, bruh, real quick. I need so, this. Uh, so okay, so switching gears. So Picard is trash, that's good, but I get to see uh uh William Riker delivering pizza, so that's exciting. Um <laughs> I I'm I'm <laughs> I'm hesitant to bring up this topic, but I know it's near and dear to at least uh, one of the three of us. What do we think about this rent strike? Okay. I am behind it. I'm all for it. I'm like, I, I do think that if enough people participate, that it will actually get things bought. And like, okay. So it started in Fort Collins. It started as a Fort Collins rent strike. Mm-hmm. 
and then it grew too big. So they made it a Colorado rent strike, and then it grew too big, and then they made it a fucking, like, America rent strike. And now there are rent strikes, like, all across the country. Everybody is planning on, they're putting sheets in their windows, they are writing letters to their governors, and momentum on the rent and shit so that they can live their lives without fucking dying and it's it's great to see that some landlords are already telling people hey don't fucking worry about paying rent don't worry about paying rent in the future for this month because there there are way too many people we were out like we went out a week ago and i like we were waiting in line for something of course six feet away from everybody else and (laughs) Everybody was like, dude, I just lost my job. There were way too many fucking people who just got told to eat it. And they have nothing to do. A friend of mine went to file for employment. And on the website, it said that if you got fired because of the coronavirus, that you don't qualify. Mm. I don't know how I feel about that. We should check that, out that. Yeah, I, that doesn't sound right at all because the whole point of unemployment insurance um, is that if you if you lose your job through no fault of your own, that that's what it's there for. So I'm guessing that your friend misread that, or there was some error or something because that's not right at all. Um, if you, I'm hoping there was an error. As but as someone uh, who has to try again, yeah, but. as someone who has had to file for unemployment a couple of times in his life. Um, that's exactly what it's there for. The only thing it doesn't cover is if you are fired for cause. So the cause being you were bad at your job, you were stealing. Uh, basically, if they have a right. good reason to fire you, then you're not covered. But if it's anything else, with obviously with the exceptions for like independent contractors and things like that, then you're covered. So that definitely does not sound right. Based on what I mean, on what your friend the thing is, cause could make sense in this situation. It doesn't like, though, because the state and federal governments have both said that unemployment will cover these things. Now, is it going right. to cover everybody, and is it going to cover a hundred percent of their wages? Absolutely not. Uh, even on a good day, unemployment only covers sixty percent of whatever you've made over the last year. That's how that's calculated. Mm-hmm. But I mean, okay, but then I'll have him. So have him check it out again. On on the on the other thing, right? There are a lot of businesses right now who are firing people not because of the coronavirus, but things that have happened like years previously, right? And this is Mm -hmm. where a lot of the 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 really sketchy stuff that is coming out, like um, you know, from from things that I've seen online. Like obviously, I don't have any like actual verification in front of me, Mm -hmm. but from what I'm hearing, like a lot of the not a lot, but like some businesses are are playing the game too well and firing people for things that they've done well well previously so that they don't have to give insurance uh because of the coronavirus uh and they Do you remember 2 years ago when you forgot to change the toilet paper after I asked you to do it fuck you yeah yeah so basically i mean like that's that's what a lot you know, a few people have been saying online that, you know, businesses are are doing this. And in no way is that like a general like overview of the actual thing. And I don't think like uh, a, an overview of like the the state of America as it stands. But like, 
there's some people who are like fucking around with some shit and it's not okay and it's not okay to take advantage of people during like the 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 most trying times of their entire existence like seeing seeing fucking landlords who are like i i understand that you have lost your job however we're expect our expectation is that you still like pay out 100% on time even though like you are like a huge portion of uh americans have lost their jobs fuck that i don't give a fuck you still owe me money is like some mob shit and i don't stand for that like fuck fuck right. that shit um mm-hmm. like i i am not i am not okay with that at all and that Mm-mm. that shit pisses me the fuck off and that's why like um I'm not gonna pay my my landlord rent, so uh, so Kevcat, you can you can fuck right off. I'm not paying you shit. So <laughs> <laughs> you know that's I, fine. I'm not paying my landlord shit either. So uh, I have to be really careful about how I phrase this. Um, I support the idea of a rent strike. I think that there are too many people who, um who own property and charge exorbitant amounts of rent. I think we can all agree on that. Like, you know, I mean, I've told you guys, you know, not on the air, but like I've told you guys what I pay for the place I'm in right now. And it's insane. It's absolutely absurd. Mm -hmm. Um, And what is upsetting is the fact that a system exists where that sort of exorbitant rent can be tolerated by the community where people just say, oh, well, that's just how it is. I mean, my rent in this is my eighth year in this place. And in that in that seven plus years that I've been here, my rent has gone up uh, about 60 or 70 percent. So um, not every year, mind you, but over the course of those years. So I 100 percent believe that basically people can just charge whatever they want and especially in towns like Fort Collins that all three of us live in they can get away with it because there's such a demand for people to live here and there's no government control over the amounts of rents that can be charged or the deposits that they Mm -hmm. can take all of those things so I'm a hundred percent supportive and sympathetic in that respect and then, yeah, people keep saying things like, I can't wait till it goes back to normal. Normal wasn't working. People still couldn't make rent. The U plus two law, like, with the way that rent is set up, it's near impossible for you to live on your own. It, it is, if you are working a minimum wage job, for you to live on your own in Fort Collins. Oh, you yeah. You have to have at least two other roommates in order for you to make it. And... If you don't, like the nicer places, you're going to need more than that. But legally, you can't. Right, because you can't have more than three people. Yeah, I mean, the, the 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 system that has created what everybody here is experiencing is a fraud. And it's awful. And it's terrible. Um, however, saying, like, you know, I'm a part of that rent strike group. As well. And I, you know, I've been keeping an eye on the conversations that have been happening. And what 
turned me off about the idea was the fact that there were specifically two two instances that I saw where people came in and said, hey, look, I'm a homeowner. I am a landlord. I want to learn more about what's going on with this and how I can help. And not universally, but I would say 90% of the discussion that 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 sort of thing created were people saying, you're a piece of shit, you're a parasite, you're stealing my money, you're extorting all of this rent from us and we can't afford to pay. Um, and it, it got to the point where then, you know, uh, basically a, a, uh, a kangaroo court was established where people decided, hey, uh, we're not going to allow landlords in here because they're, you know, parasitic or parasitic um, sex of humanity. And I remember saying and I did say in those comment threads, like, chill the fuck out. If we're going to figure out a solution to this, that has to be something that we come to together. And do you think that was everyone that was involved like uh because most of the people i've talked to who have spoken to landlords who are being reasonable about this who are like Mm -hmm. how can i help what's going on you know um they've been accepted and they like they've been totally fine and i have a friend of mine who has spoken to his he owns land and he's spoken to his uh like renters and stuff like and they worked everything out just fine there's several posts on that page of landlords being like, no, this rent strike is necessary and important. And people being like, thank you for recognizing it. And just, I, I'm not sure exactly what the instance was, but I've seen a lot of support for landlords who are willing to hear out what's going on, who are willing to understand what this point of view, like what the situation no, is. Yeah, there, there were. Like the, the, the issue with that was that the, the people who were responding to them, people who were not landlords, who were renters, are so incredibly angry. And by all rights, they have a right to be. But they are so incredibly angry about the situation they're facing that they were just shitting on this guy to the point where he left the group. Um, how many, how would... All of the people, because like pretty much everybody like but renters? me and one other person. There were two of us who were calling for civility, and about thirty other people who were piling on, saying that you're a parasite who's stealing money from poor people. And he was just like, "Look, I'm here to learn. I'm here to listen. I'm not telling everyone, hey, you need to pay your rent, or hey, you need to do this, or hey, you need to do that. I am just here to listen." And he got nothing hmm. but vitriol from the majority of the people in that discussion thread. Now, granted, that was only one discussion thread, but I spent half a day trying to calm that down and it did nothing because people are so angry. And again, people have a right to be angry, but if we can't come together and talk about these issues and how we can fix them, then there's no, there's no ground to be made. You know, like that's true, but you can't put the entire movement aside and say that it's not something that you support anymore just because there were a handful. And I, I'm not saying that these people are toxic because, yeah, if you jump on someone who's genuinely trying to help out, learn and figure out how to be a positive part of this situation from the quote unquote opposing side, um, then you should not you should not be part of the movement. You should not be someone who you shouldn't be speaking at that moment because learning and teaching and getting people to understand 
is a very important part. And if somebody reaches out and says, that's what I want to do, you should hear them out and give them a chance to learn. Now, if somebody reaches out and says that they want to learn and then they're not listening at all, that's a different argument. Right. But you shouldn't. Well, I'm not, I'm not discounting the whole, the whole movement. movement I, I guess people. what I'm saying is. You said you know, it turned you off from it. It, it turned it turned me off from some of the discussion. Now, now I'm going to say here, too, like. I realize that I'm in a a more advantageous position than some are. I still have a job. I'm still earning the same wage that I did before the crisis hit. Um, and I'll still be able to pay all of my bills. Now, I recognize that I'm in the minority there, you know, um, but because of that, I will be paying my rent on April 1st, not because I choose well, not to stand in solidarity, but because... I made a commitment, granted, uh, tortious or extortionate or whatever you want to call it. I made a commitment to do something, and I'm and my ability to do that thing has not been impacted. Therefore, I need to maintain that commitment. But, but that doesn't mean has. And the thing I know. is, unless we stand together, they're going to get fucking crushed. If the if you have the mindset of well, it's not happening to me, and I can still cover it, so why would I? act with these people why would i stand with these people that is why movements fail because the people who would have the biggest impact decide to drop out because they're fine they're set and they're they, they'll be okay i mean that I, doesn't mean that my neighbors aren't going to be okay that doesn't mean my friend might not lose their home that doesn't mean that half of the people i know aren't going to be end up homeless i can pay my bills too i can pay my rent on time i'm not going to because i know too many people who aren't going to be able to too many people who went to their job and the next day had no job had nothing they went from having already living paycheck to paycheck already stressed before this even happened and now they're completely and utterly fucked and people who can pay their bills people who are going to be just fine would have the biggest impact in this movement would be what would make sure that these people can be okay after this but instead they're still just going to be just fine so why would they care why would they do anything to help why would they lend their voices and their actions I, I tend to look at it as, and I don't disagree with you, um, but I think where where I diverge on that is, I mean, I, I don't think there's a situation here where everybody wins. I, I think that, you know, April 1st is a week from now. I, I don't mm-hmm. know what people are expecting to happen in that span of a week. Um, the government can't even seem to agree on a stimulus package. Um, and, and, you know, and with, with the way bureaucracy works, nothing's going to get solved in a week. And even right after April 1st, for however long the moratorium on evictions happens, um, and even in Larimer County, I found out that that moratorium is exactly two weeks, um, that they are not going to enforce evictions. Um, that's a good thing. But what happens in two weeks? What happens to all those people then? Then they're going to get kicked out of their homes. And I don't think that there's an amount of people that's going to change that outcome. There should have already been a change is the point. There should have. but they're bringing that change to light and saying that this 
situation is proving that this is wrong and you need to change it and we will not pay until you change it. Okay. Until this is changed. And I'm not saying that it's going to happen in one week. And I'm not saying that this is going to be a perfect solution and everyone's going to be happy. I'm saying that this is going to make people actually realize that the power is in the people, that if we stand together, we can actually make a difference instead of just bailing because you're going to be just fine. That makes a lot of sense. Let, let me ask you this. And, and it's okay if you don't have like an answer for it, but like, what does that change look like? Like what, what are we expecting what are we expecting the outcome to be? And and what I mean by that is like, if you look at successful movements like the civil rights riots and the sit-ins and the demonstrations of the 60s, those had a very clear cut goal. And that goal was to give African-Americans the right to vote. It was simple. It was clear. It was something that they could easily communicate to any single person that walked by and said, hey, what are you protesting? We're protesting this. What do you want to change? We want this to happen. Okay, cool. That's easy for me to understand. I can either choose to support that or choose not to. But it was simple and it was clear. And within this movement, and not just within the rent strike group, but everywhere I'm seeing in social media, the demands or requests range from give everybody free homes to uh, Congress guaranteeing universal basic income to uh, guaranteeing that the federal minimum wage is um, a a much higher amount than the economy can support. Um, All of these sort of disparate ideas and suggestions, and we need to be having those conversations. We need to have those ideas. But when you have such a disparate group of people who are at all different levels of economic sustainability, how do you get them all to agree on this is what we want, this is what we need, and, and you know, use the movement as a way to support that? Like, what is the expected outcome? The expected outcome is, well, this movement was created specifically out of everybody losing their jobs and being literally unable to pay because the government was so unprepared for this crisis that we have nothing, that people have nothing now. And that is on the government and that is on the people who are supposed to take care of their own people. So we're asking them to take care of us because this is their mistake and they need to pay it back. They they need to make sure that everyone isn't going to end up homeless because they've physically cannot go to their jobs and rent's not supposed to be this fucking high anyway that's just my own personal thing the minimum wage has not risen with the cost of rent and the cost of living the way that it's supposed to it's not even people nobody in america nowhere in america is minimum wage enough to pay rent so the fact that that on top of Everybody who is in a minimum wage position, especially, are just getting dropped because there's just not enough people out. There's not enough money. And these companies aren't, they, they don't give them benefits or uh, assurance that they're going to be fine through these jobs. Is a complete lack of unpreparedness and people being kicked out on the streets. I, my brain just 
shorted. Hold on. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, that, well, and that's that's the problem, right? It's such a huge monumental thing that there is no clear, easy answer. You know, I, as as much as I'm sure, as much as I would like to see it, as much as lots of us would like to see it, um, the government is not and probably cannot afford to give everyone free housing. And I, um, well, and I realize you're not necessarily and, and asking is, for that. Um, no, nobody's asking for free housing. They're asking for the shit they should have gotten in the first place, which is assurance that they would be fine through something that the government was supposed to. Right. I, I get that. But the problem is, like, what is that thing? Is that rent forgiveness? Is it standardizing housing costs? Is it... For a, hmm? rent, rent forgiveness for at least a month. At least a month. One month where people do not have to pay rent, don't have to worry about back fees, don't have to worry about have to paying it next month, no eviction, anything like that. Because this shouldn't have happened anyway. We I, wouldn't. We shouldn't be in this position anyway. And people who work minimum wage jobs are expected to have this money saved up when they can't even fucking afford groceries a week after paying rent. Yeah. I mean, and I agree. Like, I, you know, but the problem is, like, okay, let's say, let's say that that's the thing you ask for is one month of rent forgiveness for starters. Um, you're you're talking about a government who could not keep 19 people with box cutters off of a couple of planes to try to enforce a brand new policy that applies to every resident of this country, all 330 million of us overnight. How does that work? But they, they were against socialism until they realized that this should happen. And then suddenly they were able to send every American a thousand dollars. And then that yeah, hasn't Mr. happened. Conical, well, that's what they're saying they're going to do. And then suddenly Mitch McConnell uh, presents this payment plan to help big corporations stay afloat uh, rather than uh, the American people. Trillions of dollars being poured into that. Of course, it was shut down, but still they can pull that out of their ass. They can present those ideas overnight. Well, anybody Why can anybody so radical. It's anybody can present an idea, but getting something that all of Congress can agree on and that the president can agree on. Like we've seen how difficult that is. And it's what I'm worried about in all honesty is that, and I'm not trying to dissuade anybody from doing this. I want to make that very clear. Um, I think if you believe you should do this, then do it. Um, but my fear, my worry is that People are going to do that, and then the virus subsides, and maybe we get some sort of stimulus package. Maybe we don't. It's all up in the air, and those people who did that might be in a worse position now because they'd be going through eviction proceedings. That's my fear. Now, do obvious, am I saying that's going to happen? No. Do I want that to happen? Absolutely not. But that's what I'm scared of, and I don't know how to stop that. And I don't think this movement has the legs to make that change. I want it to. I would love for it to, but I don't know if I it can. Supports, I think support of movements like this, ones that don't seem to have legs, 
create movements that do create options and people believing that change is possible and actually putting forth the effort to enforce those changes. If nobody stands up, everybody sits down and they just take everything. If you start something, even if it seems stupid, even if it seems 100% waste of time, you're at least implanting the idea that something is possible and changes will follow. I don't think that just being like, well, that sucks that everybody gets homeless. Well, maybe it'll get better later. No, if you don't be a part of the people who are like, we need to make this better, then nothing will change. You're right. I 100% agree with you. But I, I feel like it's it's a it's a circumstance where I don't know. Um, if you're too scared to take this step, no, nothing's gonna happen. And and I understand. I'm not trying to like yell at you for not for paying your rent. I'm not upset at you for not participating. I understand. I'm fucking scared too. I love my apartment. I love my home and everything. And I don't want to lose it. But I don't want, I, I, I don't want to lose my home. And there are people who don't have that option of paying their rent instead. Right. And I'd rather lend my voice to them and make sure that they're heard, that enough people like me and enough people like them are speaking out, that at least they'll get heard, that at least maybe someone will pay attention. I hope you're right. I, I, I really, really do. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we're, we're all facing very, very scary times. And, uh, uh, <laughs> we probably shouldn't have ended the show with this, but you know, it, it is what it is. <laughs> hey, my, my chat, my, ch- my, uh, my microphone, my laptop died. Did I miss a serious conversation? Did you, did I miss oh yeah. Yeah. Charles, <laughs> is that what happened? <laughs> um, you've been listening to, or watching NoCo live, uh, Doco FM's, uh, <laughs> weekly <laughs> shit show weekly, weekly shit show. show weekly shit show um we talk about whatever we want and sometimes that gets us into trouble but um for those of you who are still with us uh, there have been a couple more comments in the chat um one of whom saying can i call into the stream i have some very valuable insight um and then another one just saying i'm gassy so that's about the range of human endeavor that uh, we strive for on this show I was like, um, <laughs> but call it next week. Let's talk about this more. Who, yeah, I, I think who I think we're gonna let's call it next week. I yeah, uh, El Newt, uh, L underscore Newt. Thanks for asking. Um, we kind of run out of time tonight. We're already over our time, but um, next week we'll be back here doing the same show at the same place at the same time. Will we? Will we? In theory. In theory. In theory. Um, in theory. Dude, write that shit down. Write it down. <laughs> write down what you want to say and like call in and we'll talk about it. Yeah. I'm down to talk about this more. I, you know, and I and, and the, I think we do need to have these conversations and it sucks that they're so hard to have, but they are necessary and that's why they're so hard. So right. um, thank you everyone for tuning in. If you're watching or listening, um, this is NoCo Live. It's uh, We do the show Mondays, 11 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Mountain on noco.fm on the live stream and on YouTube and Twitch at noco.live. Um, we are at noco.fm on the social medias. Um, what else? Kevcat, what's your show? 
my show is no co-gadio and it's fucking it's gay as shit all i play is uh queer artists and sometimes i actually make that show and it plays on fridays at 7 p.m mountain standard time on noco dot uh noco.fm or you can get it anywhere saturday morning i am uh, talk and roll it's it happens sometimes there's there's one this week right there, there is, and it's all edited. It's I'm just putting on the final touches. Uh, we were all sick when we recorded it, so I had to record a multi-track. And editing and multi-track is not what I'm used to nowadays. And it was a pain in the ass. So we're back. Got it. We're dropping F in the chat. So dropping, yeah. don't drop an F. There, drop, drop a. Don't pay. Don't, no respect. Drop a, <laughs> drop a. Drop an emoji in the chat. It signifies the return of the thing that you love. Fangirl says, uh, crying face with this, uh, thumbs up. Fangirl says, love you guys. Hope you stay safe. We hope you stay safe as well. And thank you so much for tuning into the show and being part of the chat Bye, and, and talking with us. Like, you know, we, we will be here until the government orders us not to be. Um, oh, she, <laughs> she says this had to be one of the most interesting shows I've listened to. Thank you guys for that. Thank you. Um, that means a lot. I'm so um, glad you liked it. And, uh, you know, we will, you know, we'll try to have more of these conversations because things are only getting crazier out there. So, um, again, for Charles, for Kevcat, this has been NoCo Live. Um, if you miss part of the show, you want to catch up, um, you can see the past episodes at youtube.com slash NoCoFM or uh, get this show as a podcast. Just search for NoCo Live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all of those. Um, for KevCat, for Charles, I am Chris Lanfear holding it down um, on the ones and twos. Thank you guys for joining me through the uh, through the intertubes. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. This has been a production of NOCO FM.